Hello. And uh, and welcome everybody to the True Fans Podcast, the platform where I give fans an opportunity to talk about their favourite teams. I'm joined today by a very, very good friend of mine, teammate as well, Sam. How are you, Sam? I'm all right, thanks, mate. Thanks for having me on. Oh, no problem, mate. No problem. Um, so, um, not only did we play together, we're very successful in the team. Um, you're a diehard Leicester City fan as well. Uh, you messaged me the other day saying you wanted to talk about their uh, their recent performances. So, the floor is yours, mate. Yeah. The thing is with Leicester, we, before the break, we were practically on a roll. We looked at third place completed. We were able to sit in that place, but now, ever since came back for the break, dropping four points against Brighton, of all people, and Watford, even though Brighton did put a good performance against Arsenal, our team shouldn't be able, we shouldn't be doing that. We're, we're playing too defensively all the time, and we don't start to seem, we seem to, we don't seem to start getting to an attacking mindset until 80th minute when it's too late. Do, do you think that's where you need to strengthen in the summer? I've always, I've always said we. The thing with Leicester is we buy strikers, and then ever the last good strike we've had was Vardy that we've been bought. We've, we've had when it comes to attacking in the transfer, buying attacking options in the transfer window, it doesn't seem to go well for Leicester anymore. What do you think about Harvey Barnes and Leicester and Jamie Vardy playing up front together? We, Jamie Vardy is world class. There's no doubt about it. One of the best prem strikers, if not the pre- the best prem striker this year, with Harvey Bond, he's got ev- he can be he's got so much potential. He, if he wants to be a top player, he just needs to work on his finishing. Yeah. So, um, you obviously, like like you said, you you're sitting in third. I can't see you going out of the uh, out of the Champions League um, places, but I think it, it's Chelsea is your main worry. I, isn't there really? I mean, with the with the way they're playing, they're playing tonight, which I really hope they do win tonight. Um, so, um, yeah. do, do you think they'll be your main challengers? I, I don't think. I think this is the thing. I'm not sure. I don't. I'm not as worried about Chelsea because Chelsea are just inconsistent. Yeah, I'm. I'm more worried about Man United, who I think are in fifth and six points behind us. Yeah, they'll definitely want Champions League football. Um, looking at your fixtures, you've got the um, FA Cup at the weekend, Crystal Palace, Bournemouth, Everton, and then Arsenal, but they are they're doing really poor at the moment, and then Sheffield United. So there's got to be um, there's got to be games there where you can pick up points. I, I think from them four, we need to at least pick up nine points. Yeah, I mean, I think you've got a very good chance against Bournemouth. Um, Palace last night, of course, losing to Liverpool. So, you know, that's going to lose a bit of the consistency for them. Um, yeah. I think Everton's going to be your hardest test. I think, yeah, me too. Yeah, I mean, Arsenal, are, you know, they're quite poor at the moment. Um, especially, you know, we'll see what they're like tonight against Southampton. So... Um, yeah, I fully agree with what you say. I think, you know, there's, there's no really attacking threat. I think they've come back probably a little bit more relaxed than they should be. And, you know, but they've got to start picking up points um, very, very soon. So uh, we'll get into the fixture predictions uh, for 
the next um, round of games. Obviously, tonight, all Liverpool fans are going to be watching the uh, Chelsea-Manchester City game because we could be crowned champions tonight. Um, do you, that, let's start with that game then. Which one? Who do you think will uh, will win that one? I'm going to go Man City to win 2-1. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm going to go... I'm going to go 2-1 Chelsea, I think. Um, Southampton host Arsenal. Um, that could be a really interesting game. Um, I'll go first for this one. I'm going to go... I think Arsenal are going to win, you know. I'm going to go 1-0 Arsenal. I'm going to have to go against you on that. I'm going to, I don't know how, but I feel it. I've seen like a 3-1 South, Southampton win. Yeah, yeah, I can see your point there. And then the other game, Burnley Watford, bit of a six pointer, really. Yeah. What, a, what about for you? What do you think? I can, I can just see that being a nil nil. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be the most exciting game. Um, we move on to Saturday. Um, with obviously the FA Cups on, but there are Premier League games as well. Uh, Aston Villa Wolves. Uh, I think Wolves there. I think Wolves look really yeah. good against West Ham. Uh, yeah. 2-0 Wolves. I'll go 1-0 one, one Wolves. Okay, moving on to Sunday. Uh, Watford, Southampton. Again, I think 1-0 Southampton. I'll go 2-2. Two, 2-2, two. Two, two. okay, a draw. Um, and then So that's the games coming up. There are ones on um, every day with... Uh, Leicester play next against Everton. And then we, we have quite a, a break. We've got uh, Manchester City on on Thursday. So hopefully we can we can get the win there. But hopefully the title's all wrapped up tonight. So me and Sam have done our table predictions. We don't the end of season table predictions. We did not know. We don't know who has we don't know what teams have been put where. Um, so what we'll do, we'll start from the bottom, bottom to top. And let's see how many we agree on. So uh, in 20th place, which team do you think will finish rock bottom, Sam? I have gone for Aston Villa. Okay, I've gone Okay, I've gone for Norwich. I've gone for, I've gone for Norwich. Um, so 19th. Oh, 19th. I went for Bournemouth. I went for West Ham. I think they they look very very poor in the two games they've played, and I could see them go down. Yeah. Eighteenth, uh, I've gone for Aston Villa. Ah, oh, that's where we switched. I put Norwich in eighteenth. Okay. I think Norwich. I think Norwich will put a get put a little bit of a fight together at the end, but I don't think it'll be enough at the end. Yeah, I think uh, sadly because I do like what I do like Nor- Norwich. I think they played really well. Um, but yeah, I, I just think Aston Villa might have a will we'll have a little bit more fight as well, but it's it won't be enough. Uh, in seventeenth, who have you gone for seventeenth? I've gone for Watford. Okay, I've gone for Bournemouth. You put them in the relegation zone. I just think they'll just survive. They've got the players. I think it'll be really really unfortunate if they do go down. They've had a lot of injury struggles this year, and. Uh, yeah, I just I'd think they'll just survive. Um, number sixteen, I have gone for Watford. So, you have gone I for. Went, I went for West Ham. Okay, so you think they'll stay up then? What? Why, why do you think that? 
The, I, I always think West Ham have patches where they're, they're good, they'll go on a little run, and then there's other times they'll just keep on losing. But I, th- I, I think they're too good to go down. Yeah, I just, teams. I've been just been just watching the games. I just think they've not got enough. I think the players that they have got that are quality, like Felipe Anderson, Declan Rice. I mean, he played Declan Rice in centre back against Wolves, and you just you know you think that's a real waste. Um, I think he'll go to Man United if West Ham go down. Yeah. Fifteenth, uh, I've gone for Brighton. I also have Brighton. There we go. There we go. We've both uh, both agreed on it. Uh, played playing really well, so I think they, they should. I, I do like Brighton's style of football. I think they've been playing really well uh, under yeah. the new manager. Fourteenth, uh, I went with Route One Football Burnley. Okay, I went for Newcastle. I put Burnley higher. Um, the the but if I could if I could have any team to go down, it would be Burnley. I, I I've always said this. I don't know how anyone could be excited being a Burnley fan <laughs> when the same style of football is just play it out play it out to your centre back, play it to your right back, then punt it upfield to your striker and hope to get a flick on. Yeah, and also as well that that style works if you've got these big tall centre halves, you know, um, sorry centre forwards, and I just don't think they have that. I think it's a quite a boring. I mean, they were doing that against Manchester City, weren't they? I mean, you know, yeah. if you keep doing that, all they're going to do is head it back and, you know, obviously losing to losing 5-0 was the result. So, uh, 13th, I've gone for Southampton. I also have Southampton in 13th. There we go. There we go. Two points. Two points. We'll actually do a podcast at the end of the season. So, we'll keep this table and then we'll see um, who's got it in. We'll do a bit of a competition about where people have gone. Twelfth, uh, I have gone for Burnley, um, which I'm guessing you've gone for Newcastle. I have gone for Newcastle in twelfth. Yeah. yeah, they've got quality players, especially their goalkeeper. Yeah, um, same that same Maximan is uh, a very world class player. I think I think he could really fit into Leicester. Actually, I I, I said that, I I said this. I, I thought so like thirty million to put him on. I think you could play on either wing and he'd still be brilliant. Also, I think I think you could pick up Zaha. He's always wanted um, Champions League football and, you know, Leicester not jinxing it, but is looking like they're going to get it. So I think that's the perfect club to play in. Would you welcome Zaha? I'll take anyone that can actually play right wing because currently we play Oyote Perez at right wing where he's a centre forward. Yeah, I think I think that's a bit of an interesting. I think the formation um, coming back to Leicester. I think the formation against Brighton was very interesting. The four-two-three-one. I just that that's Leicester's never played that formation really, and I just don't think it worked for them. No, we normally play with a one CDM, which is normally enough because Wilfred Indeed is possibly one of, if not the best, defensive midfielder in the Prem. Oh, one of the, oh yeah, world class, mate, world class. Uh, uh, we move to 11th. I've got Arsenal. I think they'll finish at the bottom half of the table this year. Poor. I think they've been poor all season. I've gone for Everton in the 11th. Okay. All their side... They, when, when they play football, they're really good. But it just doesn't seem they play as well as they sh- on paper they should be. With all the money like, they've uh, put into signings. Yeah. I've gone for Everton 10th. I think I've been watching the game against Liverpool um, the other week. I think they really, really um, 
played really well against um, against us. I think Carlo Ancelotti is a great manager. Um, sorry to any Everton fans out there, but I, I think Ancelotti is too good for for Everton. I think they've, you know, I was very surprised when he came. Um, where have you gone? Who have you gone for tenth? This might surprise a few people, but I just think they're going to drop off now. This, it's going to start going down. I put Sheffield United in tenth. Okay, I could see that. I could see that. Uh, um, they're another team. I think they've lost their consistency. Yeah. Um, in the past couple of games, I mean they've had some tough games, you know, and they've got probably got some tough games coming up. But again, last night they, you know, they lost to Man U. It was a, it was a tough, it was a tough game for if, for them. At the start um, of the season, if you give Sheffield United fans an opportunity to finish tenth in the first season back from the Championship, I think most of them would bite your hand off. It's a still a great top half of the table. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I, I just don't think you know we we go back to consistency, and I just don't think they have been consistent. And you know, they've probably not got their world class players to go. Yeah, come on, um, you know, we're going to do this. So um, I actually put them a little bit more optimistic. I put them in eighth, um, followed by, but we'll go down to ninth, um, where I've got Crystal Palace. Ninth. I can't see them going any higher. I've put Arsenal. See, see, we'll talk about Arsenal a little bit. I have spoken on a other podcast about about them and their um, defeat to Manchester City in the first first game. Um, what's going on at Arsenal? I think they've got some great players. You know, Bamiang Lacazette. They're probably the best two strikers in, in terms of playing. You know, two strikers yeah. because. You know, Leicester doesn't play that. You know, Liverpool, Man City don't. I mean, like, what's going on there? The, I, I don't want to criticise Arteta because he's not done as bad, but the team's just not performing. He's leaving Lacazette at, on the bench for like a 19-year-old in Ketia who's not proven in the Premier League, whereas you've got goal scorer Lacazette who can bag you 20 goals a season on the bench. I, I I watched the Manchester City game and, and to put a Bamiang left wing, he looked he got none of the ball. You know, I mean if you he's gonna be your main goal threat and um you know, to play him on left wing it is just not just not effective enough. I mean we won't go on about David Louise because he is I feel bad for Arsenal pro- fans, he signed a new contract. I that's selfish, in my opinion, from him. I think he he knew he did wrong. He apologised, and yet to to do that, I just really don't understand it. I really don't. Me um, so, like I said, I put uh, Sheffield United in eighth. I'm, I'm going to stay optimistic for them. I hope they can pick up some points re- soon. Uh, who have you gone for eighth? Is eighth Europa League football this year? Because Man City have been knocked out so ago. I believe so. I've actually fifth, fifth will play in the Champions League, won't they? Yeah, so I've gone for a Crystal Palace in eighth. Oh wow, yeah. Yeah. I I think they they do play good attacking football. And I, once again like Newcastle, they, I think the goalkeeper's world class. Guaita's kept them so far up the table this year. Yeah, and I think to be fair, I think it's shown. Um they played Liverpool obviously last night lost 4-0 but they had Wayne Hennessy in goal I mean they know it's Liverpool and, and stuff like that but it just shows yeah it just shows the difference maybe that could have been a lower scoring game if they had a Guetta in goal so yeah uh, number 7 I've gone for Wolves I like Wolves I think Wolves are a great team great players um, 
And yeah, they played really well against West Ham because they've only played one game, haven't they? Yeah, so I think they've played just one. One, two, no. Yeah. Who have you gone for seventh? I've also gone for Wolves in seventh place. Nice. There we go. Football. There we go. Three points, three points. So I, I think we'll get more points now at the top. You know, we'll probably, there could be a couple of different places. Uh, the thing, oh, in before, we, before we go sixth, the thing with Wolves is, yeah, I don't on. have this message of the table up. If Wolves are still in Europa League and currently in seventh, what happens if win, Wolves win the Europa League? Who gets knocked out of the Champions League space? Or does it go down to, to sixth gets Champions League as well? Yeah, I mean, I think if Wolves win the Europa League and obviously Man City's bad as well, you could see a lot of them teams, um, you know, lower down the Premier League table, maybe getting an opportunity. That's why that's why Arsenal were like, oh, we'll just get, you know, mid-table, um, you know, but now they're so far down in the league and they're just, yeah, they're not, not playing at all well, but I don't think they want Europa League again. And it doesn't look like they've got it. They'll get it this year. But um, yeah, I, I really like Wolves. I think, you know, they've got a great coach, great players um, as well. And their style of football is um, a lot different. So uh, sixth, who have you gone for sixth? I've gone for Tottenham Hotspurs. Indeed, I have as well. So that's, um, so I, I do think we've got the same top five. Maybe, maybe. Well, I, I, we'll I, see. I don't think we have. Unless... Okay. Okay. Uh, fifth. Who have you gone for fifth? I've gone for Chelsea. Wow, I've gone for Manchester United. I think Chelsea are going to drop out of the Champions League. Well, st- no, actually, no, still be in the Champions League, but drop out of the top four. I, I disagree. I think, when, I think, I think Chelsea have done really well. I've actually put them in third. Um, I think what they, how they played against Aston Villa was great. I think they're only going to be fantastic next season with the signings they've brought. Um, so, yeah, I can see them playing, obviously, yeah, definitely Champions League football. But, yeah, I, I think they've done really, really well. Um, so, who have you gone for fourth then? Have you gone for Man U in fourth? I've put Leicester in fourth. Indeed, I have as well. So, really, you think Man, Man United is going to go third? I honestly believe Man United will come in third place. Wow. They're already, they're already oh. six points behind. The only thing that Leicester have that's good in terms of like in the table is gold. I think our goal difference is 30, which is 30 not higher than Chelsea's. So, if, if it goes down to the end of the season, that's a, that's a big bonus to have. Brilliant. Brilliant. So, um, yeah, so we've we've kind of done it not in order, but we kind of told both each other. Um, I put Leicester fourth. I do think they'll drop down, um, like you said. So second and first is already really surprised about where we've gone. Uh, for me, anyway, Man City second, Liverpool first. Yeah. Um, what a season Liverpool have had, and it's been superb. Uh, yeah, I think there's just been superb all round. Um, but yeah, obviously tonight going to be. Uh, I think you'll definitely message me if 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 it goes the other way and Man City beat Chelsea because I'll definitely be watching that game worried. Um, so, like I said, we'll do a podcast when the season finishes and see uh, who wins a bit of a competition between us two to see uh, who will um, who will get the teams in the right positions and uh, that'll be, that'll be good fun. Right, so um, if you've watched my other True Fans podcasts, uh, you guys will know that I do. I like to do quizzes uh, at the end here for 
my guests. Um, Sam's got an incredible football knowledge, I have to say. So this one is the Premier League 2019-20 season so far. So there's some questions there. Um, are you ready, Sam? I'm ready. Multiple choice, so uh, I don't. So that's a little bit. That's a little bit easier. So, uh, who scored the first goal of the Premier League season? Is it Origi, Grant Hanley, Mohamed Salah, or Virgil Van Dijk? Uh, I know. I don't think it was a re. Oh, uh, this is. Uh, say I have a good football knowledge. I'm confused on the first one. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I know. I'm pretty sure Grant Hanley scored an own goal. But I don't know if the, I think that might, he might have scored to make it two 0 um, Who who was it? It was Origi, Hanley, Salarand, Virgil, big man Virgil Van Dijk. I know he scored, but I don't know if it was first or third. I'll go with oh, I don't know. I'll just go with Origi, but I have a feeling it might have been Van Dijk. That's incorrect. It was Grant Hanley. Was it the own goal to make it one though? Oh. Yeah, and then I, I can remember this. It was a Rigi second, Virgil third, yeah. Salah fourth. I knew, so I knew the Virgil was third. Okay, I think this will be a little bit of an easier question for you. Uh, who in who inflicted Manchester City's first defeat of the Premier League season? Was it Norwich, Liverpool, Man U, or Wolves? Norwich, wasn't it? Correct. Yeah, it was three two, wasn't it? Yeah. Which yeah, P- Pookie did a, a masterclass there. Um, what was significant about Patrick Van Arnold's winner against Manchester United? It was the first injury time winner scored against United at Old Trafford in Premier League history. It was Wilfred Zaha's fiftieth Premier League assist. Palace became the team with the lowest possession in Premier League history to win a game, and it sealed Palace's first ever win at Old Trafford. Something, this is this screams at me. I think it was the possession one, but I think it, if I was going to have to guess, it'd be one of the le- last two options. I'll so go, you're going with? I'll go with the possession one. Okay, uh, it was incorrect. It was the first time, first injury time winner ever. Ever it ever at Old Trafford. I mean, that just shows how how much man. Man United have gone downhill. Sorry to my new fans out there. <laughs> I might be listening. Uh, Liverpool are the are only the fifth team in English football league history to remain unbeaten in 40-plus consecutive matches after Nottingham Forest, Arsenal, Chelsea and what other club? Man U, Huddersfield, Newcastle or Ipswich? Have Man U ever gone? Newcastle, when they came second, mate. The, the obvious answer you'd go for is is this in Premier League history? English Football League history. So you're looking at probably I'm all. Oh. Gonna go Ipswich. Okay. And correct, it was Huddersfield. So you were looking at the not the obvious answers. Um, yeah. So what do Abamyang and Matic have in common this season? They're the only players to be scored and be sent off. They both hold the season record for most interceptions. They. I played exactly the same number of minutes, or they both signed contract contract extensions on the same day. If it's talking about signing contract extensions this year, Bamiang hasn't signed one. Okay, so ruled that one out. I don't think it'd be interceptions. Um, what what was the first one again? 
They are the only players to score and be sent off in the same game. Was it Aubameyang that got... I'll go with the first one because I'm pretty sure I remember Aubameyang scoring against Palace and getting sent off. Correct. Yeah, I can remember that. And Matic. Yeah. I can remember that. Um, which player? Which player has scored with his first shot on target in each of the last eight league seasons? Is it Richarlison, Aguero, Puki, or Jimenez? Last, I think the important thing here is last eight league seasons. So you've got to think. Would is looking at the championship as well. So you could say Puki and Jimenez, but you know, when did when did Wolves buy Jimenez? Longer than eight years ago, I don't know if Jimenez was that prolific. What, did he buy him from Benfica? Was it? I think so. Yeah, I believe it was a Portuguese club. Yeah, I'll go with I'll go with Pugi. Just just to say, there is Aguero in the list as well. Seem his first I'll... shot on target. So you got to think first shot on target. I feel like Aguero is just. The... The bait answer, not the obvious one you'd normally go for. I'll go with Pookie. I don't know if he was good in the Finnish league or not. That's correct. Was it correct? Yeah. In January, Sergio Aguero has set the record for most hat tricks in Premier League history. How many has he scored? 10, 11, 12, or 13? I think it. Remember seeing something. 11? I'll go with 11. I think correct, it was 12. Oh, lucky, that, that, was, that was close. Um, so, final question here. Who became the first manager ever to do the double over Jose Mourinho in a single league season? Is it Ole Gunnar Pard, Esper, Nuno Espirito Santo or Sean Dyche? This is going to be the process for elimination here, really. I think this is Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Uh... Incredible Lampard. Lampard it was that this season I believe no, so uh, it, it couldn't have been no, it couldn't have been this season because Chelsea lost 4-0 to United yeah did he beat oh he, it would have been uh, if did they have they played Chelsea because I know he beat them last year no he beat I think he beat them this year in the FA Cup they won on penalties Derby did Okay, well, oh, there should be counting that. But that was, uh, yeah, that was that was not the best question to finish up. We'll 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 do one more. We'll do one more to redeem yourself. Uh, which team has given just seven minutes to players under the twenty-one years of age this season? Palace, Burnley, Southampton, or Sheffield United? Which which is given less than seven minutes? Which team has just has given just just seven minutes to players under twenty-one years of age? I think so Sheffield United's got a young team, have they? If I was going to... I'll go with Palace, because I can't think of anyone that's under the age of 21. That's correct. Yeah, well done. Well done. So, yeah, well done. Well done. You, did, you did well in there. Some tough questions. Some tough questions. Uh, maybe one time, maybe when we do this again, you can uh, you can find a quiz for me and put me under the pressure of, uh, of getting the right answers. So uh, that's it for the True Fans podcast. Thank you so much for everybody for listening. Uh, make sure you check out um, Sam Cattell's uh, Anchor podcast. He's just started it. So hopefully he'll put some more on uh, very, very soon. Thank you so much, Sam, for joining me, mate. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. No, no problem, mate. We'll definitely have you again. Uh, thank you all again so much for listening. 
Um, check out my other podcasts that are available uh, on Spotify and everywhere on Anchor. Uh, I don't know what the next podcast will be, but I know it will be something you love. See you in a bit.